there's still four regular season games left, and I'm hearing and seeing Trojan fans have already called it quits for the year. Really? You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Holkin, and thank you for making Locked on USC your first listen every day. Whether you're going to watch this show on YouTube or wherever you're going to download your podcast, this show is free. I appreciate your support. You can show yours. If you're watching on YouTube, do me a favor. Become a subscriber. It's quick. It's easy. It's free. Click that red subscribe button, and when you see this, the thumbs up, smash it. Everybody wants to smash something, and I don't want you to miss one episode. Click that bell notification button, and you are covered. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers, you can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Just visit FanDuel.com forward slash Locked On to get started. Nobody, 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 no one hates losing more than me. I mean, it, it makes me mad. I get angry. You do not want to be around me when I lose. Just don't. But I also don't stop trying, and I don't give up, and I don't quit. I mean, it makes me mad, but, you know, I'm going to find a way to to persevere, work through it. I may kick some rocks and a puppy if it crosses my path. I'm kidding. Never kicked a puppy. I have killed a snake before, though. Different fit of anger, but it's in me. I can do it. Had nothing to do with losing to you, USC losing a game. I want it out there. Here's what's left. Like I said, USC, there's still four se- four games left in the regular season. And there's going to be a postseason. We just don't know where yet, right? So are you going to fight on? Or are you going to say, see you later? Talk to you next year. USC plays at Cal this weekend. Then they come home, pick on the undefeated Washington Huskies. Then they're going to travel up to Eugene, play the Ducks. And then they're back home, finish up the season against that school out west. Call them the Sal. School out west. UCLA. Then there's the bye week and perfect timing. USC's going to need it. They're going to limp on into the conference championship game. Though everyone will appreciate that bye week at the time. So here's what we've got facing us right now. Keep you interested. Guess which team USC fans need to lose this weekend? Yeah, Utah. Guess who they're playing this weekend? Yeah. Oregon, it's in Salt Lake City. So yeah, this is a this is one of those hold your nose, kind of swallow a turd type of situations. USC, they need and they want Oregon to win this game. Because if that happens, that means Utah will now have two conference losses. Oregon will have one. And if the Ducks give Utah that second loss. If USC can take care of its business in Eugene, that would give Oregon their second conference loss. Okay, following along. This is why USC fans, you need to stay involved. And then before, well, before they can even worry about Oregon, you're going you're gonna to beat Cal this weekend. And then you got, again, you have that undefeated Washington Husky team coming in to the Coliseum. I will call it in a, in a week and a half, depending on when you're watching this episode of Locked on USC. So USC beats that undefeated Washington team, assuming 
Washington doesn't trip up against Stanford this weekend. Uh, so, but again, this is a big if for USC right now, considering the way they're playing. Uh, but again, if Utah and Oregon both have two losses each, USC is in the driver's seat because uh, right now they currently only have that one loss. We know what we're still feeling it. But I want to get back to the fans who are uh, jumping off the bandwagon. If you do, don't get back on. I wanted an undefeated season just as much as anybody else. In fact, I was probably one of the few who was willing to, to put it out there and say, yeah, I think USC can do it this year. I was taking a lot of assumptions that the offense wasn't going to regress, the defense was going to be slightly better than 2022. Uh, the exact opposite is happening, so I apologize for getting for getting anybody's hopes up. But like I said, if you're going to jump off the bandwagon now, don't get back on. Um, we get it. You know, you, you, USC's lost two in a row. The undefeated uh, dream was was squashed the week before at Notre Dame. So now all I want, whatever anybody wants, is to be Cal, get that record up to 7-2, and two, and then, like I mentioned just a minute ago, get ready to hand the Washington Huskies their first loss of the season. I don't see them losing to Stanford this weekend, but you never know. They were lucky last week at home against Arizona State, who I think hates their own place kicker because why they didn't kick any any of those field goals from very short distance, I don't know. We'll let uh, we'll let Arizona State's head coach answer that one. Now, the weekender for me used to be my favorite road trip in conference. Fun, get, fun weekend to go to, fun game, uh, but now for multiple reasons, um, mostly because I think the Bay Area itself has just kind of slid into moral decay. I just want to get in, want to get out with a win. I'm going to see some friends. We'll get, we'll have a nice dinner, um, and then after that win on Saturday afternoon, going to get a couple of top dogs or three. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling uh, because that's going to be the last time I'll be seeing Berkeley for a while. Remember, USC's going to the Big Ten. Cal and Stanford, they're heading off to the ACC. Unless uh, USC sees Cal in a bowl game, that would be weird. Or they schedule out a conference, that would be even weirder. Um, this is it. Last chance. So, USC fans, don't forget, even when USC has had, you know, just above-average teams that weren't national championship level, like this season, you see... USC has still owned owned the Bears. I mean, I, I think it's what seventy three to thirty two overall in the series. Maybe there's a tie thrown in there somewhere. Let's draw a parallel. So right now USC has two losses. In two thousand seven, USC had two losses. One of those above average teams, not quite cha national championship level. That was the year USC lost to Stanford. You all remember. Anyways. Uh, they weren't going to lose to Cal that year. It was uh, up on the, it was up in Strawberry Canyon. It was raining. That wasn't a hard rain, just really crappy, misty rain. Um, and they leaned all over Chauncey Washington, who had uh, over 200 yards, carried USC across the finish line, 24 to 17. In fact, he had a career high, 220 yards. And I believe USC was ranked 17th at the time. 
I think, what are they right now? What, 24? Somewhere in, somewhere in there. Anyways, um, it won't be... It's going to be Halloween weekend or the 30, whenever Halloween is. USC is playing. They're not playing on Halloween day, uh, but they are playing Saturday afternoon. And it's going to have, you know, one of those strange, strange things that can happen type of feels to it because it is Halloween weekend, so to speak. So I think USC needs to be prepared. Losing to the Bears. Uh, it would probably send whatever's left of the USC fan base literally off a cliff they if they drove if they are driving they'll find one of the bridges and they'll find a way to drive off of it and we don't want that to happen right um because if usc loses the cal uh that could mean they're in the fight just to get one more win this season uh, that like i said it, usc will be in some real dire straits if they can't win this game you got Washington at home, Oregon on the road, then UCLA again at home. And if they were to lose their second conference game before those final three with no conference championship game to play for, that locker room culture is going to face its biggest challenge since Lincoln Riley took over. Now, I'm already, I don't anticipate a huge Trojan contingent for this weekender. Uh, again, just because everyone's got that sour taste in their mouth. And again, I don't think people really want to head up to the Bay Area right now. But for those of you who aren't going, who normally do, you better have your butts back in the Coliseum the following week when Washington shows up. Don't quit on this team. Don't spit in their face. You were rooting for them all year. Just because you feel like they let you down doesn't mean you get to say, see ya, be back in 2024. Doesn't work that way. You have to support your team, win or lose. There's a lot of uncertainty in the world today, and it's really important to be prepared. You've got the the unrest in the Middle East. You have the fires over in Hawaii. You know, you have the hurricane tornado tornado season. Those, these types of events, you know, they, they they what they do is they lead to supply shortages for medications and inability to get medications in a timely manner. Medical emergencies they're going to happen. That's why the Jace case is something everybody should consider. The Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that's going to treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your own unique needs. Jace Medical now offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. So you can choose the medications that best fit you and your family's unique needs. Jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings. If you're thinking about the holidays for a gift, buy a gift card for a family or your loved one so they can get in on a Jace case, just one for themselves. Go to jacemedical.com and enter code LOCKEDON. And when you do that to check out, you're going to get a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code LOCKEDON at Jace, J-A-S like Sam. ELECEDWARDMEDICAL.COM. I need you to snap into the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers, you're going to get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's it. That's $200 in bonus bets if you win or lose. 
If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is literally no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is really simple, really easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including you can bet on the point spreads. You like those player prop bets? Jump on it. Over-unders, it's there for you, and they got a whole bunch of other ways you can bet too. So visit FanDuel.com forward slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. The college football season is here, and this season, Locked On is kicking up our coverage. Each Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. till 12 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel. Locked On College Football Live will cover the college football playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and they're going to go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Live every Friday from 11 a.m. till 12 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You're not going to want to miss it. So I believe there's a little bit of intrigue swirling around the USC football program right now. Yeah. Uh, You can see on the rundown, Coach Riley, he's out of action. On Monday, uh, Coach missed practice. And then later that night, uh, I mentioned this on yesterday's episode of Locked on USC. He actually missed the Trojans live radio show. Today, Tuesday, uh, in the morning, I got a text message from a source who said that, you know what, Lincoln Riley, he's really sick. And apparently there was quite a few people in the football offices last week leading up to the Utah game uh, who were also really sick. Sometime Tuesday afternoon, I got an update. Um, that, yeah, Lincoln's pretty sick. Uh, He wasn't even at practice on Tuesday as well. So that's two straight days. And then all of a sudden, you got Matt Leinart. He's tweeting, uh, if if you hang out on social media, you you know which uh, Michael Jackson popcorn-eating gif I'm talking about. You seen the the, the video thriller? Yeah, it's that one, eating popcorn. And it's, which usually means, uh uh-oh, everyone pay attention. Something's about to happen, right? You know that type of thing? Well, Lincoln Riley, he wasn't at practice on Tuesday. Again, it was due to an undisclosed illness. Again, though, it's the second day in a row that he's been out. And we've been told that he's recovering at home due to doctor's orders. And in his in his interim, uh, <coughs> assistant head coach Dennis, Sim- Dennis Simmons is acting as the head coach. What's funny, though, <coughs> excuse me, is the undisclosed illness. I mean, even the sick report is under is kept under lock and key. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to take a flyer out there and say flu. And the stress really uh, probably knocked the crap out of me. All I'm going to say is feel better, Coach. Feel better. We need you out there. Following practice on Tuesday, uh, assistant head coach Dennis, Dennis Simmons, he was asked on how Cliff Kingsbury's role has changed since Lincoln Riley has been unavailable, since he's been out. Quote, obviously been more active in the quarterback meeting, but outside of that, his role has been as beneficial as it's been since the day he got here, end quote. Okay, that last part is up for interpretation. You decide what it means. <laughs> because I'll be honest, I kind of like last year's offense better. I'm not saying any of this has anything to do with Cliff Kingsbury. I'm just making a comparison. 
with that said, um, as far as Cliff Kingsbury is concerned, USC is actually working um, with compliance. They want to see if they can um, get Cliff Kingsbury to act as an assistant in Riley's absence. I'm not sure if that means that Lincoln Riley isn't going to be back this weekend for the game, but with him not being able to be on the field during practice, uh, USC has a coaching vacancy. So we're going to see if uh, USC compliance can cross their T's and dot their I's in time and make this happen. Make sure uh, they're locked in. Make sure they're locked in and they're uh, not breaking any rules. Now, I'm I'm pretty sure uh, Matt Leiner's tweet, um, he did that. He, he wanted to wait and kind of see what kind of reaction uh, when they heard that coach was missing. I, I think that's what that was all about. And then, obviously, the uh, the Cliff Kingsbury news, all of a sudden, people are, speculation starts to run rampant, right? I was on, I, I jumped on, on social media. I want to see what was going on. If I can catch a clue, I was waiting for some sources to get back to me. And all of a sudden, I, I saw this one timeline, and I literally pictured Oklahoma fan um, kind of pointing in the movie screen with a cigarette in one hand and a beer in the other. Kind of like Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I've seen that before. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I think what Oklahoma fan is, is noticing is they they they've seen this movie before. Um, I, wasn't it after the Oklahoma Oklahoma State Bedlam game where I think Lincoln Riley got sick, and then all of a sudden he was in L.A. And Oklahoma fans like, hey, I, I, ooh, I've seen this before. I don't think that's happening right now. Not with four games left. However, um, I do know what everyone wanted Matt Leinert's uh, tweet to be hinting about. Well, that didn't happen. Not yet. Although, defensive coordinator Alex Grinch, um, he was at practice, and he did get to speak to the media. Look, I, I think he had to know he was going to be asked about the wheel route mismatch that Braylon Shelby got caught on twice. He said that uh, USC had trouble with the Sione Vaki wheel routes against Utah because they hadn't seen that on film. Okay, I'm thinking he needs to either watch the film more closely or he needs to find a better canned answer response because that's he, he, that answer just gets trotted out every week. We didn't see that on film. Uh, because you knew the fact checkers were coming, right? <laughs> Well, one of the first plays that Utah ran against Cal last week, which, by the way, is SC's next opponent, and who Utah hosted the week before, they ran that play. There is no way Alex Grinch did not see this on film. Sorry. And what's really funny, or not funny, but had Utah's pick farmer not overthrown the wide-open man, that play goes for a touchdown as well. Uh, Coach Alex Grinch, he was also asked um, if he hears and he's, if he's feeling the pressure about the defense on a weekly basis. I mean, it's getting louder. Walls are kind of closing in on him. This is what he said, quote, I think it's part of the job description. When you, when you put defensive, next, defensive coordinator next to your name, you're supposed to coordinate. And so there's an accountability piece. And so that's your job. That's probably number one in all those things, right? If it helped us to be Cal, I'd listen to it. So the answer to that piece is no. 
but by no means do you dodge it either, right? It's my responsibility to get better and help this program in a and in a two-year period of time, it's not where it needs to be. And we admit that. End quote. Look, say what you want about the defense. And his answer regarding the wheel route makes you literally just shake your head and raise an eyebrow. And, oh, wow. Did he really say that? But I'll tell you what. You do have to respect the guy for saying he failed. He's taking accountability. And... On that note, I think that's probably the final chapter and, and closes the book with Alex Rinch and USC long-term. It's almost, you know, when you admit defeat, look, I said it wasn't a matter of if, it was a matter of when this was gonna happen. And I'm sure this is probably real, part of the thing that's really has Lincoln Riley upset, that's causing the stress out, that's affecting his illness, whatever it is. Firing a friend cannot be easy. So I'm not sure if Riley has told Alex Grinch yet. I'm sure they've probably had some discussions to, you know, hey, start contacting people in your Rolodex or maybe use LinkedIn jobs. I'm kidding. Sarcasm. Walter Clark, this is how I cope. Don't be mad. It's not personal. But I think uh, I think Alex Grinch knows it too. Uh what I am hoping is that his units go out on Saturday, his defense, his guys on defense, and play well for him. He's not going to be here next year, but don't quit on the guy. Get out there, get the job done. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the right prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com forward slash motors. eBay, guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Clay Hilton's final USC recruiting class back in 2021, it ended up ranked number seven when all the final calculations were done. And see in the rundown here, the 2021 recruiting class. I'm going to give you a sampling of what your subscription gets you over on wearesc.com. Scott Schrader, who I work with over there, um, he decided to take a closer look at the 2021 recruiting class. And he thought, you know, it'd be interesting to see the impact of those third-year players are having USC. 2023. This is when players should be making an impact, whether it's, you know, a rotational player role, starter, where you, you see your name in the snap count, right? You should be playing more than one or two snaps by this time in your career. This is what he found. There's only eight, these are his projections, only eight of those players are playing 
uh, much at all and making any any type of impact. A few of the 22 high school players that were signed um, are playing a significant role this season. In a few other cases, the impact is negligible. So he wanted to kind of compare apples to apples. Uh, and he, he gave Alabama's number one ranked 21 recruiting class. Alabama signed 27 players. USC signed 22. Uh, as far as Alabama, eight have transferred, 19 remain on the team. USC has 13 still on the team of that 22-player class. Here's how uh, Scott broke it down. Corey Foreman in 2023, he's redshirting. Jackson Dart, he's the starting quarterback over there for Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin. Michael Trigg, the tight end, he left also to go to Ole Miss. Last I heard, he's in the doghouse over there. Pierre Wright, cornerback, he starts, he plays this year, 11 tackles through seven games, in seven games of action. Rajon Davis, linebacker, occasional rotational player. I say occasional because some games he plays, some games he doesn't. I guess it's it depends on you know how the staff is feeling that day. I don't get that one at all. Miller Moss, he's backing up Caleb. Remember the linebacker Julian Simon? He transferred to Tulsa. Wide receiver Kyron Hudson. He's a very quiet contributor, but he plays every game. This year, nine catches, 112 yards, and a touchdown. Defensive back, Prophet Brown. He's seen more action recently, lately. Uh, He's gotten into that next man up role due to injuries. But I would say as far as impact, negligible. Remember uh, Jay Toya? Yeah, guy who defected over to that other school, UCLA. Caleb Bullock, All-American. Anthony Beavers, big, strong-looking dude. Zamarin Gordon, big, strong-looking dude. What about Jalen Smith? Starter? Always near the top of the top of the charts when it comes to tackles made in the game. But you know, Jalen at times does struggle in coverage as well. Michael Jackson the third, wide receiver. This season, 17 catches through seven games and seven games of action. Uh, running back, Brandon Campbell, playing over in Houston. Mason Murphy, offensive lineman, starter, part-time starter, rotational player. I think he'll be starting for the rest of the year. Tight end Lake McCree, starter, big-time contributor. like to see even more contributing from him. Then you got Colin Mobley, defensive lineman transfer. Joseph Manjack, wide receiver transfer. Uh, you had uh, offensive lineman Ty Buchanan, Maximus Gibbs, transfers. Here's who I put together as a regular contributor. I got six of them. And then I got four part-time contributors. Lake McCree, Mason Murphy, MJ3, Jalen Smith, Kalen Bullock, Kyron Hudson. Those are my main contributors. Everybody else, part-time or negligible. Is that a good return on a 2021 class in, on that investment? Is it, you know, if the number is eight or 10, does it, does it matter? So, I mean, Scott said six, I got eight, maybe bump it up to 10, depending on how you want to, you know, clarify what role there are. What matters the most is the arc from that 2021 class to 2022. That's when Lincoln Riley took over and he had really very little time 
uh, to recruit when he showed up late in November. Remember, early signing period, December, and you got another one in February. What he did is he took advantage of that transfer portal. <coughs> Excuse me. So what's also showing up or not showing up? Guys in the trenches. I think that's where USC is feeling it the most. We know USC brought in a really nice uh, offensive line recruiting class in 2023. We'll see how many of them are ready to play starting next year and maybe the year after. Offensive linemen, you want to give them a little bit more latitude, a little longer of a leash to, to get better prepared. I don't know if USC has that much time, especially going to the big conference. They need to get bigger and stronger much faster. And we know that's not happening on the defensive line right now. That's going to be another point of emphasis during this offseason. We're going to see because we're, I think we're going to have a new defensive coordinator. So there you go. Wanted to give you a little sampling of what you can get. So head on over to wrsc.com when you're done making Locked on USC your first listen every day because that's where I'm hanging out. That's where I'm doing all my written content. That's where McKinney's hanging out. That's where Chris Arledge is hanging out. That's where Scott Schrader's hanging out for your recruiting stuff. You got Greg Katz. You want some, uh, you want anybody who knows about the history and tradition of USC. That dude knows it. And you can't forget Eric McKinney. So until our next episode of Locked on USC, which is tomorrow, five times a week, everyone, right? You know what to do.